Critical thinking is the most important skill you can have when you're living in a world that seems to have lost its mind. Everyone out there is trying to tell you what to think. I want to teach you how to think. In every episode, I'm exposing the logical fallacies being used by advertisers, politicians, influencers, news outlets, social media memes, and maybe even your own best friend. Warning, listening to this podcast will cause you to see bad thinking everywhere. Welcome to the Filter Through a Brain Cell podcast. Hey, what's up, guys? Kathy Gibbons here. Welcome back to part eight in our manipulation mini-series. How are you guys enjoying this little mini-series we're doing? I hope it's been helpful. Have you started to recognize some of this stuff? Uh, Because it's out there. Trust me, it's out there. And my whole goal, my hope, is that you just start to know what these things are and recognize it when it happens so you don't get fooled by it. So let's dive into our new tactic in this manipulation mini-series. Today's tactic is confusion. Now, I'm not talking about the confusion you may have felt or may be feeling when sitting through Algebra 2. This is a different sort of confusion. For this episode, the way I'm going to define confusion is this. It's when a person attempts to confuse you in order to gain an advantage. It could be through using vocabulary that you're not used to, speaking faster, talking really fast, or consistently denying something you know to be true, which is also a form of gaslighting, which we've already talked about. So have you ever sat there feeling confused, frustrated, or running out of patience, listening to somebody talk on and on? This is a method that manipulators use to confuse you into compliance. It is something you might not even know is happening, but once you understand it, you can kind of predict it sometimes with certain people and even get out of it before it's too late. So here's an example of how this happened. Uh, This happens to me, right? I have been on the experiencing end of this. It's when we go to buy a new car. Now, I really dislike car shopping and car buying, and I would much rather my husband do it all by himself. But I usually go so I can have input on the style and the color that I prefer. Well, inevitably, this car salesman starts talking about car stuff. And anything to do with the engine, the engineering, the tires, the maintenance, it all starts to sound like blah, blah, blah. And I start to zone out. I get a blank stare on my face. I'm no longer paying attention. And all I can think is, please stop talking I can't wait for him to get to the point and be done telling us about all this confusing, boring stuff. And when he finally does, it feels like sweet relief. I just want to sign the paperwork and drive away in my new car. Now, I'm not saying that the car salesman is being manipulative, (laughs) but that is exactly how confusion works to manipulate you. And so interestingly, (laughs) here's, I think this is really fascinating. This technique is sometimes used by people who are hypnotists. It's one of the methods that they use to get people to do whatever they're trying to get them to do. They'll talk quickly or they'll talk a lot about things the person doesn't really know much about until they're kind of zoned out mentally and checked out from trying to follow along. And in the end, they'll su- the hypnotist will then suggest something that's easy, something that makes sense. And it feels so good to the person's brain to hear something that they can actually make sense of, sense of so they want to do it. It the brain it makes their their brain actually makes them want to do whatever that thing is, even if it's clucking like a chicken or quacking like a duck or something like that. 
It makes the person, all the confusion that they went through, makes the person way more susceptible to whatever suggestion the hypnotist then makes. And it makes it seem like they've been hypnotized when really it's just their brain looking, trying to make sense of the confusion and the nonsense that they have been experiencing. So this is part of what makes the confusion technique work so well. Part part of the reason that it works so well is because somebody can confuse you by continuing to talk to you about something that either you have no interest in or they know they're not going to, that you're not going to be able to follow very well. So they're going to continue talking and talking and talking. And what your brain is doing is looking for an escape. It's looking for something it understands. It's looking for something that makes it feel better. Okay, here's another example that totally worked on my husband and I, okay? We were in some big city. I'm honestly not sure which one. Maybe it was Baltimore or something like that. But And we were approached by a person who immediately launched into a story about how their sister was in a hospital and needed help. And the story kept going on and on. And it got stranger as they talked. And they kept going down different rabbit holes. Each one was crazier than the last one. And all I could think is, oh my gosh, how do we get out of this? <laughs> it felt like we were trapped by this person's story that seemed like it would never end. Finally, they wrapped it up by asking us for some money, which we gladly gave. And what's crazy is we were actually really happy to give them the money just to make the ordeal end. This was a classic example of someone using confusion to get us to do something. In this case, give them some money. Now, does everyone who does this realize they're being manipulative? No, I don't think so. There are probably some that do, 100%, because they have just realized, okay, this works when I do this method. But I think most people who do this are doing so subconsciously. And maybe they've realized it works, but I doubt it's a conscious decision to be manipulative. So I thought for today's episode, I would give you two ways to get out of it. If you find yourself kind of trapped in this situation where someone is just going on and on and on about things that are totally confusing, make no sense, or have nothing to do with you, and you need to get away. (laughs) Okay, here's two things that you can do. Number one, intentionally interrupt their cycle. Seriously, you are going to have to interrupt them because they won't take a breath. You can ask things like, wait, can you repeat that? Or wait, go back. Didn't you say that? Or hang on, I'm getting confused. Can you go back and explain this a little more? Right? You are going to have to be very intentional to interrupt the confusion cycle and the verbal vomiting that they're doing. A second way that you can get out of it is to catch yourself when you've started to stare like a deer in the headlights and you take over the conversation. I'm not joking. This is going to feel really uncomfortable and really awkward. And sometimes when when someone is going on and on, you have to flat out interrupt them and completely change the subject or even just excuse yourself. This may sound rude because we're taught don't interrupt other people. It's rude. But here's the deal. Who's really being the rude one in this situation? They're being rude for going on and on and on. You don't do that in a conversation. You have you have a two-way conversation. But here's the deal. I'm telling you, the longer you sit there, the more you're going to fall into the spiral of confusion. And that is not a great place to be. So if you find yourself in this situation interrupt them. You're going to have to somehow break the cycle, break the stream of thought and and talking so that you can excuse yourself and you can get away. So the question to ask yourself, when you start to feel yourself glazing over because someone's going on and on and are talking in a way that's really confusing is this, 
Is there a point to this or do I need to intervene? Is there a point to this or do I need to intervene? Okay, that's it for today. Uh, Join me next time when we are going to be talking about something called reciprocity. And remember, when you learn how to think, you will no longer fall prey to those who are trying to tell you what they want you to think. And it all starts with asking one simple question. Is that really true? I would love to hear from you. Do you have questions about fallacies and cognitive biases? Are you now starting to see and hear them everywhere around you too? Well, send them in. They just might get featured on the podcast. You can email them to me at think at filter it through a brain cell.com or you can connect with me on Instagram at filter it through a brain cell. And if you want to be notified about when new episodes come out and all the things that we're doing, go to www.filter it through a brain cell.com and sign up to receive email updates. I would love it if you would help us on our mission to teach society how to think well. Please subscribe, leave us a review, and share this podcast with people in your life.